So I've brought with me my wee bag pack. It's not my lunchbox. Um, I can say thank you. The, the young people and children done excellent this morning. That was really, really good. Really encouraging. And it was a real blessing to my soul. Everyone together, everyone taking part. And especially the two soulists, very brave to stand up and sing. Two lovely pieces, standing in the need of prayer. And sometimes we can come to pray for the whole world and everyone else and forget about ourselves without being selfish. We do need prayer, and it's always good to pray for yourself. There's no point in you feeding the world and starving yourself, because if you do that, you'll have no strength to feed the world. And then the other one in Christ alone, and that's all you need, Christ alone and nothing else. Everything, Lots of people put everything first, and there's no room for Christ, but put Christ first. And it's lovely, lovely, so we'll look forward to it. If you're really challenged, you can sing again tonight. All right. <laughs> this is my backpack. In the Bible, you'll find lots of uh, messages about taking a journey. And, for example, one of them is Genesis 33. Jacob's speaking here when he falls out with his brother and he goes back. He's challenged to go back to see Esau. And he said, let us take our journey. Let us go and I will go before thee. And that's a challenge to think about God going before us and God going with us in our journey. Whenever we take a journey, there's some essential ingredients that you need. Whenever I, before I get married, I pack my own bags. And one of everything was enough. But after I got married, one of everything wasn't enough. <laughs> I said to Joanna, I've only got 12 pairs of socks. What do you need 12 pairs of socks, socks for? January, February, March. You know. <laughs> she says, no, 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 no. That stopped. <laughs> Sorry, shouldn't have told Joanna that. Okay. Right, what do you need whenever you go on a wee journey? Right, a few things you need. Who has a teddy bear? Good. <laughs> Nothing on a wee teddy bear. It's never been ashamed to have a teddy bear. As I call this one William. My friend called William Lewis. Every time I see him, he just reminds me. And he's got a girlfriend called Hannah, but I never brought her today. This is a monkey. Every day of the year, pretty much when we're here, we're going to schools to teach the children. We're doing maybe 30 meetings a week, sometimes five or six missions a week. And some of the things comes up all the time. We ask the children... Do you believe God created you or do you believe you came from a monkey? And I said, I don't want you to be smart. I want you to be honest with your answer. And it's amazing how many children believe they come from monkeys. So I said, these are wonderful creatures. God made these. God just spoke and the monkeys came. I said, but the difference is whenever God made a man, God breathed into man and man became a living soul connected with God. But I said, monkeys, whenever God made them, they have a very interesting life. Do you know what they do all day long? People would love this job. They're just swinging the trees. <laughs> but nowadays, 6,000 or so years later, do you know what monkeys do today? Can they send emails? Do they have a mobile phone? Can they make a pack lunch? Whenever God made them, they, make, they, eat, they eat bananas. What do they eat today? Bananas. I haven't really changed with that. What do they eat today if you go to the sea? Swinging the monkey, swinging the trees. <laughs> but they're very intelligent because um, they can play basketball. You throw the ball and go, hey, got the ball in the net. <laughs> so there's some things a monkey can do you can't do. Sometimes you go to school and the children go, hey, Colin, give me a high five. They go, okay, high five. <laughs> then we would say to the children, listen, if you look like a monkey, if your granny looks like a monkey, that's up to you, but mine doesn't. My granny was created in the image of God. Do you know what a child asked me this week in school? Question time. If no one has ever seen God at any time, no one has ever seen God at any time, 
And we are created in God's image. How do you know what God looks like? <coughs> ha, answer that one. The kids ask really good questions. So that's a monkey. So we say to the children, and by the way, we would say, tuck your tail in if you think you're like a monkey, and all look behind them, find their tail. That's a monkey. Monkeys die, they're gone. A monkey is an animal. When a person dies, they have a soul that lives forever. And the real challenge is, we say to the children, or to you today, when you die, as a Christian, when I die, immediately my soul will be in the presence of the Lord Jesus. Where will yours be? It's like if you're a Christian and people laugh at you and make fun of you for being a Christian, people laughed at me one day and I said, do you think I'm a fool? Yes. Well, I'm a fool for God. Who's fool are you again? And leave it at that. What would they say? Is that a good one? What else do you need? Water. Can you drink water? Yeah. Sorry, I'm taking a drink of water here, folks. You see, whenever you travel... If you don't take water with you and it's very hot, what happens to you? Ye And if you don't drink water and you dehydrate eventually, what will happen to you? You will die. Yeah, die. <laughs> it's not complicated, especially in hot countries. You need water. She's got two points so far. Water. What do the people say that lots of children today are really challenged by what they believe and do they believe anything? And we would say, where did the water come from? And eventually they say trees. Then we say, where did the trees come from? Seed. Where did the seed come from? Earth. I love this one. Where did the earth come from? God. Even Joshua knows. Six year old. that lovely? What else do we have in here? Yes. Passport. Sometimes we go camping in Northern Ireland. Other times we travel across the world to different places. You see if you get off an airplane... You have to line up, and it's not for school dinners. I wish it was. I'd just continue to stand on the line all day. It's, show me your passport. Don't have a passport. You can't enter this country. Oh, come on, please, come on. No. I'll bring it tomorrow. What do you mean you bring it tomorrow? You just flew all night to get here. No passport. Back on the plane. Back home to Granny's flat. In other words, back home. You can't. Enter a country without a valid passport. Impossible. Some people today think they're living good lives and whenever they finish their life, they're going to go to heaven. See, the Bible, God talks about the Lamb's Book of Life and it's like a rule book. And every time a person gets saved, becomes a Christian, puts their trust in the Lord Jesus, their names are recorded in a book called the Lamb's Book of Life. And if your name is not recorded in that book, when the Lord Jesus returns and calls out your name, do you know what he says? Stand aside, I never knew you. And that'll be a terrible day. And that's a challenge all the children need to hear. You need to have your passport and it needs to be up to date and needs to be relevant. You see if it's out of date? Some people don't look like they're photographing their passport. Do you know what I have here? I'm going to scare you folks. <laughs> Do you ever take a photograph of someone and they go, photograph? That's not me. <laughs> so you're standing there and I've got a camera. Let me see. That's not me. <laughs> Who is it then? Sorry, we'll do that again. Nowadays you just push the button. Oh, sorry. 
definitely not me. It is. It's called a camera, not a photoshopper. Okay? It's a camera. And people don't like the way they look. But that's the way you are. Do you see the difference? Do you ever notice people wake up in the morning and they go, No! No! What's wrong? I've got a spot! Okay, put your finger on it, calm down. You go to school the gas. You wake up the next morning. No! My hair is falling out! No! You wake up the next morning. Actually, that's the most children go through when they reach the high school. Fact. They're terrified of the mare. Do you ever notice whenever girls, if you're running, well, I love watching them, they walk up, and, uh, up the street and they see the mare, they go. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, what are they doing? They're going go. Come on, fellas, take them. Yeah. Fellas are interested from here down and girls are interested from here up. That's the difference. A mare is very honest what you see, what you get. A camera is very honest what you see, what you get. But you see when we bring the Lord into the picture? Do you see all the things you're focused on as in your face? God's not interested in that. Because he said, man or people look on the outward appearance, but you know where God looks? In your heart. So why are you going through your whole life worrying what you look like? You're trying to impress. <laughs> there must, this country's full of artists. They're always painting their faces. That's okay. But sometimes we miss the point. God's not interested in how you look because he's saying he does it in his word. He's no respecter of persons. Whether you're young or old, large, small, rich or poor, God's not interested. He just loves your heart. And he wants to know, is your heart in tune with him or not? That's all he's interested in. And listen, what's this here? I prefer chocolate, but Joanna gives me oranges and apples and pears. So therefore the best boy and girl. <laughs> what else have we got? Shoes. You need to have shoes. All different shoes. All different shapes, sizes, colours. What's out there in a shoe? Yes. We've all got tongues, don't we, for two things. I say I've got two things in life. One's my wife, one's my tongue. If I lose either one, I'm finished. You have to look after them both. But you have to watch your tongue. What do you say? If you're saved, we should use it to praise God and speak for him. What's them wee things? We eyes, aren't there, for the laces to go through? Watch what you see. Watch what you're watching. And you see the wee laces? They're all different lengths. All different stages in life. Average age is 70 years of age. If you get extra health and strength, you might live longer. That's the average age. But some people are cut off at 30, at 20, at 10. Some people, some children don't even make it to 10. That's why it's so important to seek God first. Put your trust in the Lord Jesus. What else have we got here? Lots of food. Long life food. See if I start open, you can eat that in 20 years' time. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, but you could. If it's, it's preserved. The word of God is preserved. Children ask, how old's the Bible? Who made the Bible? How did the Bible get here? Children search for answers. And if you're saved, it's always good to be ready to give an answer. The oldest book, the longest book, and the most up-to-date and relevant book, and it's a living book. Hands up, who checks their phone every day? Searching for a text message from somebody you love. Do you see the Bible? It's full of text messages from God. How often do we search it? In the morning, wake up, God, I need a word from you. Where is it? And whenever the Lord speaks to you through his word, your heart is filled with joy 
and you walk down the street doing somersaults and people think you're mad. <laughs> but just because you're in touch with the Lord, that's the difference. What else have we got here? Yes? Oh, shorts. You like me? <laughs> There's no lesson in them. I just happen to be there. Sorry. But you need a map. In life, you need to know where you're going. If you go into the forest and fall into the river and you can't swim, do you know what you shout? Save me! So I'm walking the dog up the road and you go, I'm drowning here! Yes, can I help? I've got a pound. Hold on. Pound's no good to me. I've ten pound and you're drowning in the deep river. Is ten pound any good to you? Thousand pound? I've got a million pound here. I'm going to throw it. Is it any good to you? But I've got a wee piece of wood here. Half a tree trunk. What do you want, a million pound or a tree trunk? Think about it. A million pound, you can't stand on it. You're going to drown in seconds. But see if you get hold of that tree trunk, you can swim right over to the side and you're saved. You see on the map, you didn't even know where you're going. You see the map? This life, this book is a road map to heaven because the centre of this book is Christ. And if you miss Christ, boys and girls and young people, you're lost forever. Learn to read the map and know where you're going. What's the final thing? You know what that is? Yeah, a piece of paper. Some people think, I don't like going camping. I prefer to go on a cruise. Well, that's okay, we'll take on a cruise. You ever been to a cruise? Right, I've just made myself a ship. Right, imagine you're going on a cruise anywhere in the world. Million pound yacht. Isn't it lovely? But will that cruise take you to heaven? Even you're sailing up the road, up, not the road, the river. So let's multiply the money till about 60 million and you build yourself a jet, jumbo jet, with about four engines in it and you get straight up. Well, let's take it to heaven. It's 600 miles an hour straight up into the sky. Well, let's take it to heaven. Yes or no? Doesn't, sure it doesn't. What goes faster than an airplane? Answers here. What goes faster than an airplane? Anyone? A rocket. A rocket will take you to the moon, but we're talking about heaven here this morning. There's my wee rocket. This is something man-made. That's a rocket. Now, this is your rocket. Cost you all the money you'll ever see in the whole world. It's the fastest thing a man can make. Can that take you to heaven? It can't. Sure it can't. So, by your own words this morning, nothing you can make can take you to heaven. There's only one other thing, boys and girls, that'll take us to heaven. Do you know what it is? The cross. That's what the Lord Jesus died on, a cross. A simple, old, wooden cross that would cost hardly anything. If God so loved the world, he sent the Lord Jesus down to die on this cross for me and for you. And boys and girls, this morning, if you miss the cross, you're lost for all of God's eternity. Don't miss the cross. And remember, it's not about the wood of the cross. It's about the work of the cross and what the Lord Jesus done. When he saves you, he saves you forever. No matter how young you are or how old you are, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Every one of us. Not monkeys, not animals, but people. Because we were once connected with God because of the fall of man that has been broken. And now we, we can be brought back to God through the work of the cross which Christ done. Let's pray, then we're going to hand back over to you. Heavenly Father, we give thee thanks this morning in the Lord Jesus' name. We we'll thank you, Lord, for these simple object lessons. 
And pray, Lord, you'll use your word to bring sinners to Christ. In your name we pray. Amen.